go like this. Yes. That means pass me the paper so I can see. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> pass me the paper. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday. Wait. Friday, March twenty second. Help me, help me. 5.30 p.m. <laughs> Episode 79 of the Swap Food Podcast. My name is Mr. Swap Food. And I'm Miss Swap Food. How <laughs> are them hash browns good? Like leftover hash browns. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tired and I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than my ass hurts and my face smells. That's a whole other... Set of problems. Hey, okay, all right, all right, all right. seriously though. Serious. How Serious. How you what? fucking do it? I'm good, except for like you're tired is. and you're hungry. <laughs> okay, I know you started at six a.m., so I know you had it a little bit rougher. Five a.m. Five a.m. Pacific. So we got up. We did a whole day's work. I finished off my kimchi. Uh, we went to happy hour. We did a vanilla podcast. Right. We're doing our swap food podcast, and then we have a date. We have a date. So. It's a, it's a Friday for the swap food. Yeah. <laughs> I just call that Friday, I guess. But I am Humble brag. I just call that Friday, I guess. <laughs> now, I'm confused. You did what today? No. I'm tired. <laughs> Okay, I'm tired because I got up early. I didn't get a nap, and I'm hungry for my dinner date. You we... fucking too to get a nap, huh? You took a nap? No, I didn't sleep though. You just kicked it. I just rested. Yeah, why not? I rested my eyes. What are you, an air traffic controller? <laughs> I no, but it's been a week, and uh, but we said we were gonna uh, we were gonna record our podcast today, and I'm excited that we're doing that because we have good stuff, you know. And you it's do? Like, I don't want to let it slide, right. and I want to. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, I I like I like being on the mic. We're on new mic stands. Yes. So I hope the sound is gonna be okay. Yeah, we traded in our fifty-pound mic stands for, for like two pound or two pounds or both, or like pound and a half or both. Yeah, yeah, they're nice. Well, we'll see. Yeah, they're not all weighted down like it looked like those mic stands we like were from a gym museum. Around. Yeah, yeah from a gym museum. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking wrong. And you were right. So when we left Mexico City, we were like, well, "Fuck these really things!" Need to, how much did they weigh? They were at least five pounds each. No, they were ten each. Yeah, each base was five that. pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were like, "Do we really need to pack these? Because we're trying to get our suitcases that." Whatever, 55, mil, 55 um, kilograms. Pounds. 55 pounds? Yeah, 23 kilograms. 23 kilograms right. per suitcase. So it's like, that shit starts counting. Fuck yeah! <laughs> so the, we were like, these mic stands have to go. We stuffed them into a suitcase and put them well, in the garbage bin. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to find these and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. I think somebody will figure out something to do with them. Well, you know, they can stick it up their butt. It was in there with a bunch of other stuff. No, they were big. They're big. Well, the thing is, and I told you, I was like, oh, I'm going to see that news article. (laughs) Or somebody's x ray has like a big giant steel donut. (laughs) Inconsiderate gringo leaves behind uh, inappropriate uh, Inappropriate. sex toys. 
So um, I guess we can tell people we moved. I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, we told them we were coming here. Yeah, we moved from Mexico City to Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, British Columbia, Canada. So we just flew over the United States. Home of the eternal clouds of pot smoke. Oh my god, just contact guys. What's wrong with me right now? We're on the ninth floor. Our penthouse apartment is on the ninth floor, and you literally smell pot smoke wafting up from Main Street or wherever the fuck it is. I, the window was open last weekend, like on a Sunday morning. It's like Sunday morning, and all you can smell is pot smoke, five, nine floors up. And you're like, why? Like, how much pot smoke is that? That it's like coming all the way to your apartment. And it, it's just like... It's Not just, judging, just saying. Yeah, I mean, I have been definitely through stoner periods in my life. I, you know, like I don't... I'm not judging, but it's just so much. It's just that you're not used to the amount it in the air all the time, all the time. everywhere you go. Yeah. Like it's like the secondhand smoke issue. Right. But it's just pot smoke. You never smell cigarettes here. You never. You smell weed. Pot, pot, yeah, pot. Yeah. And there, whenever you like a lot of the. Did I, I mention mean, the pot? <laughs> and a lot of the restaurants are not rest. Yeah, restaurants and bars that you walk into, especially a little later. You're like walking through like a phalanx of pot smoke to get into the place, and it's fine. I'm not going to judge people who like to, you know, puff the herb. Well, it's funny because it's like a very specific um, aroma. It's a very specific smell. It's not like pot smoke from when I was like in my twenties. It's not that pot smoke. It's a very different pot smoke. It's very um, acrid. It's it has a specific smell. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's it's a. Uh, like, I don't know if it's floral. I don't know. It has something about it that's not like the pot smoke that I'm used to. Well, there's a lot of it. I think that's the main thing. It's just, there's just a shitload of it. It's a lot. And oh my God, every once in a while you get caught walking beside behind someone yeah. that's smoking pot. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it is a contact high. Well, it's weird because like, you know, when I used to smoke weed, you know, when I was a child... You did it in private. You did it in private. You did it somewhere <laughs> hidden in the woods or whatever. It was confined. It's not, you were like strolling down the road. Like, hey, I'm scoring to work today. Yada, yada. And you're like puffing on some huge fucking spliff. It, and it's just like monstrously smelly. Yeah. You know, and whatever. I'm not judging. I mean, I'm not really judging except that I don't find it. It's just not what we're used to. I'm not, I, don't, I don't find the smell pleasant. You know, I think... I don't think it's a judgment. I think it's just a preference. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, because, fuck. I mean, whatever, however you can perform on it while you're at work, that's your freaking business between you and your boss. I'm not convinced that any of these people are actually working. What do you think I'm they're doing? I'm not sure what they're doing. Where? There's a very large homeless population in Vancouver. Well, there's that, too. And we've had our struggles with that, too. So, I'm not sure. Oh, we love it here. I love the city. Yeah, it's great. The city has really blown away my expectations of what it was going to be like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like three strikes against it. Strike number one, it's in Canada. And <laughs> I've only ever made one visit to Canada. <laughs> we all know this. that Google doesn't like no Canada. <laughs> I only I only visited Canada once before this trip, and I did not have a good time, and so I was very reluctant to coming back. Strike number two, to the West Coast. 
Yeah, when this Canadian tried to rip us off on an Airbnb. Yeah, well, yeah, I was in Toronto, but yes. That was, yeah, on the, oh, that was on the East Coast. Yeah, as well, you know. Yeah, right, so. So there was that. There was that. And then strike number three. Oh, was there a strike number three? Sure. What? Um, I'll come up with it. Something. I don't know. I think you're just giving me a... Winding you up? You just... <laughs> Why did you up? <laughs> so something like that. No, but we're here. We've been. I, you know, I kind of knew that it was going to be great. You know, because it seemed. Well, I don't know. It's like uh, we have listeners here who tell us it's wonderful here, and and then you know it's. We loved it on paper. I mean, we love it on paper. All the things that you can do, especially in the swing, the swing. 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 <laughs> I did. That's. Freudian, right? Yeah. I was going to say the spring to summer transition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the swing transition, which that's also been awesome. True. But this, the spring to summer transition where you can do snow skiing, snowmobiling, to kayaking, kayaking sailing, and yeah. sailing, and um, diving, and uh, water skiing, and diving, and like, oh, I mean, it's just, an, and hiking, and just endless number numbers of um, outdoor activities that you can do and have access to in one city. Right. That's like crazy. Yeah. It's like that is over overwhelming. It's like you just don't get that just anywhere. You don't. You don't. They'll claim that they can get that in places like San Francisco, but don't even get us started on. San well, Francisco. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is about San Francisco is that nobody gets to live there unless you make. Unless you already have a personal fortune that exceeds five million dollars, yeah, or you make half a million dollars a year, otherwise you don't get to fucking live in. You don't get to live there. You don't get to live there. So in the city, I mean, you can live in the Bay Area. One of the things we're finding is Vancouver's like way, way more accessible um, dollar-wise than we thought it would be. Yeah, we thought it was going to be crazy expensive. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Oh, uh, Vancouver's really expensive," and then they compare it to these California cities, and it's like, "No, it's not." Because we actually did a, we came to Vancouver, we were here two weeks, and then we did a week stint in San Diego for your work. Right. And so we had an immediate like comparison, comparison right? And it's definitely more expensive in San Diego than it is in Vancouver. Right. Because the dollar's strong, and so for every dollar you spend here, it's seventy-five cents on you know Canadian on your American dollar. Right. I mean, charged to your American dollar. So if we buy a ten-dollar cocktail here, we get charged seven dollars and fifty cents yes. on our American Express card because it's like that's the exchange rate. Right. Well, and then, you know, on paper the prices look kind of comparable, but when you really think about it, they're a lot less. And they're less they're because. Less. It, ten Canadian dollars goes a lot farther than ten American dollars does. So if you buy a ten dollar cocktail tail here, you're going to spend seven dollars and fifty cents. If you buy a ten dollar cocktail in San Diego, you're spending ten dollars. Right. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. So you're really getting more bang for your buck here as far as groceries and dining out and, and drinks um, than you're getting in this. Than you're getting in a place like San Diego, and then. Compared to Mexico City, the Mexico City prices at the more upscale places that you would go to for uh, eating and for drinks are on the same um, dollar level. Right. Dollar for dollar, yeah. Dollar for dollar, it's about the same price 
in Vancouver as it is in Mexico City. Right. And who would have expected that? I would have never Not me. That. Not me. No. Especially considering that plyocarbon is even more expensive than Mexico City. Right? Yeah. So if you get a $6 glass of wine here, because, you know, I'm just comparing sure. the, the apples that I drink. <laughs> Six, $6 Canadian. If, yeah, if you're getting a $6 glass of wine, it's $4.50 is what you're going to pay in, in your American dollars. Right. That's what will get charged to your American Express card. And in Mexico City, you're going to get charged 500 pesos. Which no, 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 100. 100, 100 pesos, yeah. which is $5. Five bucks. So yeah. it's the same. It's the same. It's the same price. Yeah, it's the same. In pesos and in Canadian dollars. Crazy. Yeah, it's unexpected. I, yeah. I thought we were going to be like super strapped here, but we're not. Yeah. So. I thought it was going to be a lot harder to follow our budget right. here than it has been. And although it's been a little harder to follow our budget, <laughs> right. we are going out every day. Because why? Because we're going out every day because there's so many good places to go. Right. Well, we like it here. We like it here a lot. And we've been, uh, uh, what is it? We've been surprised. Pleasantly surprised by the number of uh, of our listeners, Stringer listeners who have reached out to us and said, "Hey, Mister Misafu, what the fuck y'all been up to?" We're glad you're here. Yeah, glad you're here. And Let's go out for a drink. Yeah, we've had so that's what happened a few times, and we've enjoyed that. Um, we didn't know that we had that kind of reach out here in Vancouver or in Canada. Um, so it's been nice to talk to you guys, and y'all seem like you fucking got your shit wired together and that's awesome you know and great looking people and you know that's so cool I, I don't know no I, I think that the and I was like when are we going to get to the swinging part of the podcast <laughs> I was thinking in my head right and then and that, that is um, I think a correct int- introduction and in that in Mexico City we have been we have felt a little alienated from the swinger you know community our swinger community is very, very small, and people are very private. And right. It's very hard to connect with new people. Right. Whereas um, once we posted we were coming to Vancouver, we were immediately getting invitations. You know, let's go out for a drink. Let's go for dinner. You know, we'd like to meet you guys. Welcome to the city. Because these this is even with us being impeded by the fact that we were gone for a week last yeah. week. Right. Yeah. It was just. It's kind of hard to think about it, Food Girl. We were like gone all last week, and we only got back. Fuck, it was like Saturday, Saturday yeah, Saturday night. So we've been back less than a week. Yeah, and we've still had opportunities to meet swingers here because the people. I mean, I don't know if it's a language thing. Like maybe in Mexico, it's harder because I don't know. There's a lot. Of, I, I, I think, think there's a lot of gatekeeping that goes on in Mexico. Maybe because everybody, you know, it's like it sucks, but I mean. But we said before we came to Vancouver, I know that we talked about on the last podcast and said we're excited that um, people are already reaching out like, hey, we see you're going to be in our city. We'd like to meet you. Right. And say hello. And And it's actually materializing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, um, you know, turned into some uh, dinner dates and drink dates and it's been cool. And also, we have plans next weekend to go down to Seattle, right? And um, probably meet our, our producer, <laughs> producers in person, <laughs> Debbie and Mike. And we'll do a uh, do a um, visit to the Sapphire Club. 
and hopefully we'll get to meet Matt and Bianca while we're down there. So we'll see how that goes. I guess we should give them a heads up that we're heading down because I mean, who knows? Yeah, um, Debbie and Mike gave me uh, contact information, so we'll um, uh, do that. We'll make you know some headway and say hello to those guys and see if they'll be at the club next Saturday. So it's like a twenty-eight dollar um, ride, bus ride down. A bus ride down, yeah. Yeah, from Vancouver to Seattle, but that's cool because you get to do some sightseeing and um, relax. Just the I want to see that motherfucker throw the fish. That's all I got. No, I'm just kidding. What motherfucker throw? They throw fish over there in the, uh, that seafood oh, market. Oh, I've seen I'm that. I've seen that. I have no interest in seeing that shit. Okay, so. on the internet. So, materially, uh, if you guys all want an action plan, and I know you do, because you're super hyper involved and you absolutely want to find out all about us. What are you talking about? Well, I was telling them we're going to be in Seattle. Oh, telling who? Um, the people who listen to us on the Oh, podcast. listeners. Okay, we're going to be in Seattle. We're going to be there uh, Saturday, um, March 30th. Yes. So come out to, I guess, Club Sapphire? Yeah. And say hi. And say hi. And say hi. Yeah. We, and we, we, we will have come a long way to be there. Yeah. And, so if you're, and if you're female, come sit on my lap. <laughs> Regardless of size, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, my lap takes all covers. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Your lap is an equal opportunity comfort zone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> people of the female persuasion. Well, I'm looking forward to it because I don't know. I'm I'm excited to meet Debbie and Mike. I'm excited to um, go to Club Sapphire. I hope to have the opportunity to meet Matt and Kim and. You know, you Matt, don't. Not Matt, and Kim, Matt and Bianca. Oh, Matt and Bianca. Matt and Kim is one of my favorite bands. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Matt and Kim. Sorry, Matt and Bianca. Right. But I, um, you know, what you don't understand usually when you first get into the lifestyle is how global this thing is. Right. I mean, it is like it, once you expand your horizons, you can really go anywhere in the world and meet and see people you know. Right. I mean, it's. It's really kind of a traveler's um, paradise as far as the lifestyle goes. But I feel like most like global hobbies are the same way, right? So think, yeah. So if you're like a golfer, yep. think, oh, I want to go play golf in Australia, and just hook up online. True. On you know whatever the golfing equivalent of SDC is, and say Here, we're going to be going to be there. Yeah, we're going to be on the gold the Gold Coast or whatever. We want we want like a local. I am at sea at this point, but it's like I want a local, you know, it's local people who want to play with U.S. golfers to show us around or whatever. And we're like, you have your handicap. You say our handicap is X, <laughs> right? Just like saying that we're our handicap is unicorns. Yeah, we're, our handicap is anything but anal <laughs> or something. You know, the same thing. Yeah, your preferences. But I totally see what you're saying because um, Cassidy and SDC both have that option, and I'm sure all of the uh, swinger sites really do is that if you post your tra- you can post your travel plans right. and both of those sites when you post a travel plan the, all the people in that area that have opted in gets an email right so like when we posted travel plans to Vancouver everybody that's opted in to, to say we want to know who's coming and traveling and visiting Vancouver right. they get an email that says hey this couple that kind of matches your like profile 
uh, is coming we'll to Vancouver, here. you can reach out to them. And then that's when people have the opportunity to say, like, hey, I see you're coming to Vancouver. We'd like a chance to meet you or let's talk more about it or here's my, you know, WhatsApp or my kick or whatever. And so you can open those lines of communication. I think that that's, like, an awesome um, feature Yeah, yeah to, I like to it. these websites. And I'm sure, like you said, any hobby has those kinds Same of thing. websites. Same thing. Yeah, probably. I yeah. hope if not. Yeah. Million dollar sure idea. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know because we don't like ride Harleys or play golf or <laughs> you scuba dive. I mean, well, what about scuba diving? Do they have those kinds of yeah. things? Yeah, there's like the scuba board.com and other websites. And, you can find, <laughs> and other websites. Well, you can find somebody, you can find a buddy. Yeah. Because right? a lot of, there's a lot of single uh, scuba divers like, not single, I'm married, but I, I my, my spouse doesn't scuba dive. So like, I potentially could go. To a destination. Your spouse doesn't want to die in the water. <laughs> <laughs> or scuba die. Yeah, well, yeah, so. <laughs> um, so, oh yeah, so any of you swingers out there who are in the uh, Vancouver area, if you're a scuba diver and you, and you want to show me about dry suit diving, let me know. Um, I'm getting my certification next month. Yay. Yeah. Dry suit certification. Yep. And I'll probably take that day to do like a single trip to the mountain if skiing is still happening. Right. Yeah, that could happen too. So on Cassidy, I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, groups based on um, shared hobbies. Like there's a Harley group and whatever. Are there scuba diving groups there? Have you looked? At Probably. I've not experience? looked. I've not looked. If not, um, maybe you could start one. Yeah. 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 I like it. I don't know. Okay, let me see. Let me see that. Um, I'm working paper. on it. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm about to move down to the next thing. No, I was gonna say like if any if anybody's not on Cassidy that oh. wants to try Cassidy. <laughs> so there we have free trial. Um, we have promo codes. Promo codes. So if you want a free trial on Cassidy, uh, you can type in Swap Foo and you'll get like a month free trial. And then if you like it, you can join Cassidy and then move on from there. And then also there's SDC. Um, if you're in an SDC area, you can try um, a free trial there if you use promo code 32457. Promo code 32457, you can create an account. And then if you like SDC, uh, you can, you know, you can um, buy an account there. But you get a free trial with the codes. So here's the thing, you can join each one of them, do a free trial and see which one is better for your area because depending on where you are, one or the other is going to be more, um, what do you call it, uh, prevalent. more prevalent, yes, in your area. So that's a good way to try Cassidy and SDC. There are other sites out there, so um, if you want to join a site and uh, connect with other swingers, Try those two, but Google your area and see which ones come up, and there will be more.
to our listeners, I'd like to give a little disclosure that we have been away from the mics for about two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, so we took a little break um, before we launch into our topic for this episode. Yeah. And it was good for us, though, because we talked to a lot of um, friends yeah. during this last couple weeks. Old and new. Yeah, we had some activities, but it allowed the time allowed us to connect with um, people, and we talked about with friends about what the topic for today is going to be. Yeah, it's and, a tough one. Yeah, so um, I... You know, I because swinging for us has changed over the um, you know last year, year and a half, uh, and we're doing a lot more hotel parties. It's like issues that may have been you know kind of um, not uh, in the forefront in the past have come to you know fruition as far as um, us having to address them. Right. And so Mr. Fu was gracious enough to offer to discuss them on the podcast today. Yeah, so uh, the topic is um, we've been playing a lot in groups. And so anybody who's... In groups. In groups. But be clear about what that means because we we have played in groups including orgies a lot in the past. So how, how has it changed from, you know... Our play before moving to Mexico City and our play in Mexico City, which is, is showing, you know, the, what do you call it? The symptom. The, the uh, cracks in the, yeah. <laughs> the cracks in the, what do you call it? The, the veneer. The veneer facade. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so before, uh, faithful listeners to our podcast have uh, been aware and noted that. I, uh, Mr. Fu, <laughs> not to be confused with Miss Fu, <laughs> not to be confused with Miss Fu, have issues, male performance issues, uh, uh, when it comes to being in groups of people, just generally. And we've always chosen, well, one of the reasons that we have chosen to play separately upon reflection now is because those issues presented themselves quite often when we were in foursomes, which is the preferred play style of most swingers is to have two couples in a room banging away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was always kind of like boner poison uh, to me. And, uh, and I thought we played like that because of my style preference. So it was kind of like just... You know, oh, by being separate? Yeah, by being separate. Well, they're, we're compatible in that yeah. regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, that kind of comes to the forefront. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whereas, you know, for me, it was very difficult to go into a group situation. And it's just heightened anxiety. So it's, you know, I think I have what they call... Uh, sexual performance anxiety, which is not erectile dysfunction. It's like sexual performance anxiety. It's something totally different. I'm able to, you know, achieve and for the most part maintain an erection, but I, I can't do it if there's other shit on my mind. So let's um, let's talk a little bit about why. I mean, we were able to be in orgies at the house. We threw orgies, right. and, and that was you know. A good scenario for us, and you—I mean, I, I think that you felt comfortable in 
didn't have any issues with performing. But why is that different than, you know, going to a hotel party in Mexico City? I mean, what's the, where everybody's in the same room together, what's your feeling on how are those two things different for you? Well, my performance in the orgies was never stellar. It was fine. No word. It was, it was okay. Yeah, my performance in the orgies was okay, but it wasn't like stellar. It was, I always felt that I was uh, not able to perform as well as most of the other guys there. However, um, the reason that I was able to perform at all is because everybody, all the women there I had been with before, and large, everybody, in, every couple there, I'd, we had largely were comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You had already played with these. Yeah, I played with them multiple like, times. Most, and you knew the guys. Yeah, I knew the guys, and it wasn't. It just wasn't. And we worked very hard to eliminate a lot of the variability um, uh, out of these play situations, mm-hmm. you know, and I, consciously or unconsciously. And that's what I'm wondering. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to have this podcast was was because I. Not, I'm not concerned, but I was surprised by the number of swinger situations, encounters, events, whatever you want to call it, that I either consciously or unconsciously removed us from. It was removed us from because I knew that it was going to be an issue for me to show up and perform in a way that I thought was going to be satisfactory for the occasion. Well, you know, I haven't noticed noticed that because we've been to about everything. I mean, I haven't noticed us missing a lot of opportunities for swinging events unless there were things that you discounted that I just wasn't aware of that was going on um, that you just discounted and said, yeah, we're not going to go to that. Go do that. Yeah. Yeah, there were several. Like, um, like even going up and playing in our in our group playroom. Um, in in San Antonio, mm-hmm. I would tend to shy away from that just because I knew that that, that was a uh, kind of a minefield for me. Mm-hmm. And then the the biggest ones, the ones that stand out the most in my mind, are the playrooms at Desire mm-hmm. and the playroom at uh, Nine New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The big players is that those are just. I mean, to me, I just can't. Imagine going in there and being and having any kind of effectivity with my dick. You know, it's, it's not going to work. Well, I think I think that you know I'm I'm on that has not bothered me. I'm on board with that. If it's not, it would be the same way if I were uncomfortable in certain situations. If I said, "Hey, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable going into these playrooms where I don't know a lot of people, and it just is like not for me." You would have no problem like giving me that leeway and saying, sure. like, "Oh, of course we're not going to go in there. If you are uncomfortable, then we're not. That's we're something not we're not it. doing." Yeah. And I feel the same way about you. Even though I never knew we didn't go in because you felt uncomfortable, it was just to me. It was like, "Well, that's. I guess that's not our thing. It's not our thing." And I, I don't think I ever even asked. Did yeah. I ever even ask? Like, no. Well, I don't know. Maybe I did. No, never. <laughs> no, you never. I don't remember like ever being like. Hey, well, you're so. Why you're, aren't we doing this? You're very go with the flow, <laughs> and I, you know, I can see it's like, well, I can either go do that or go do something else. It doesn't matter as long as I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. You'd be fine. Mm-hmm. That's your. I think that's generally your. It's like it could be this, it could be something else, and like everything else does. Who cares? 
It would be fine. It would be fine. There's that word. Again. <laughs> so, but for me, uh, the reason, and, you know, I'm not, I was, I never, I never intended to go to New Orleans or attend one of our parties and not participate fully in whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. However, well, that's the thing is you can participate fully without doing every single thing because there's so much to do. It's like you don't, you don't ever have to go into a group playroom because there's always something else going on. I mean, it's not like this is what everybody's doing. And you have to do it, or it's going to be awkward. Well, but the you know the idea of not being able, just not being able to do it, mm-hmm. that's that's what's. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe I, it's like, and I keep on going back to a lot of the things that I. Like for example, you and I have always had a thing where. Like, if you're sleeping or whatever, and there's something for me to do or whatever, I know that you wouldn't be bothered if I just went out and fucking did it. Mm-hmm. And I just told you about it later. You probably think it was hot or whatever. Um, I think, he, and, but the truth is, is that I don't, I wouldn't want to, I, I, I didn't take part of a lot of opportunities like those simply because I didn't know whether or not I was going to be able to show up and actually get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got to the point. Well, it just get it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. That's just like that's part of it. That's the stuff that affected me in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You know, where I was privileged enough to be asked to be the special guest star in several threesomes or whatever, and like so Mr. Safu's performance was not assured. I and I think that a lot of people indulged me because they liked me. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think that this is th- that what I thought we were beginning to experience in Mexico City was a, a rollover from the anxiety that you had been having all along that maybe it got compounded. I wasn't, yeah. It got compounded. Okay. So all of a sudden we're in Mexico City and we're in these everybody plays in groups and there's tons of people in the playroom every single time. And there's always new people. There's every, always every new single people. party there's like a lot of people we don't know. And that is literally how everybody plays. Right. Everybody plays in massive groups. Well, that we that we, we, don't, know. we don't yeah, we don't know who's like hooking up in couples the, or whatever. We're we're not privy to that yet. The <laughs> 10 parties that we either attended or hosted. Yes. So, okay, so um so the the anxiety that you're feeling, the performance anxiety that you're feeling, it's not getting better. In fact, it's you feel like it's getting worse. Well, it started to get a little bit better, a little bit, but I've had to manage the fuck out of it. Yeah, you know, it's not been a. Um, it gets to the point where you almost don't even enjoy showing up to events because there's just so much front loading. Mm-hmm. That needs to occur before. So many brain cycles you have to spend. So on many brain cycles make this happen. Yeah. Well, so I know we went to. Um, uh, I think we. I think we mentioned we're in Vancouver now, and we went to Sapphire. Right. Um, Sapphire Club down in Seattle last weekend. So, do you want to talk about a little bit about what you did in preparation for that? Like, that's the first swingers club we've been to in quite some time, and. Um, you know, we did have an opportunity to play, but like what all for that went, what all went into it, you know, for that evening out for you? Like what was your strategy, if you will? Well, I had to, yeah, it's going to sound so sad, but I mean, it's like, or whatever, I mean, but it is what it is and I wanted to share it with people. 
But I had to um, take a Cialis. Mm-hmm. I had to take a Viagra. Mm-hmm. I had to uh, engage in mindful meditation. Mm-hmm. Right on several occasions, I needed to take a time out to check with myself to make sure that I was present. And I couldn't drink. I couldn't drink up until the point where we actually went into the into the playroom. But like I'd say that twenty minutes before that, I had a like half of a cocktail. Twenty minutes before the and that relaxed me, and I was able to perform. And that was around midnight. It was around so, midnight, uh-huh. and was, I was able to perform. Kind of somewhat. And it was with you. It wasn't with anybody else. I was able to get a, an erection. But, and, you know, it helped that we were, I mean, it was hot. <laughs> and there were lots of really good looking people having sex. So it was very motivating. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt very welcomed. And I was, I felt very comfortable there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that's what worked. That's what worked for me. It was, but the our previous situation had been a party at our apartment in Mexico City about a month ago, whatever the fuck it was, and uh, there same thing. Did not drink. I had a, a Viagra and I had a Cialis, and I took an anti-anxiety medicine. How did the anti-anxiety medicine... Didn't do a lick of difference. It didn't It didn't work. It didn't work. I was able to play with um, our friend Mm -hmm. like at 1 o'clock in the morning. And that was... It was great. But before that, it was just a nightmare. And and three different women that I found attractive, you know, certainly attractive enough to have sex with, um, tried to engage me actively you know, more than actively and just nothing was happening you know and I had taken all the medication well beforehand you know all that good stuff mm-hmm. and I just wasn't it just wasn't going it just wasn't happening then later on I was able to well I think for me from, from coming from my point of view when we were in San Antonio these this issue was kind of masked right because I know that you um, perform or perform better or you have a, a lot of fun with women that you know better yeah and so I and we play. That, we would play in a room, right? And even with me, the first time you and I had sex, yeah. it was very difficult for you, right? And I remember you. This has been twenty years ago, so yeah. I think that this is something that's not new for you. Sure, but um, you know, over over time, over a few times together, we got really good at it, right? And so I think it's something that you may have in beginning stages of. Uh, relationships yeah so I don't know you're just not the dude that can just show up a buck necessarily right. like right out of the box like right? uh, yeah like Angela on Reddit says that her husband can show up and fuck a ham sandwich <laughs> and I said this with permission from her but yeah <laughs> well I mean I have spoken with lots of men over time that have had an issue with um, being able to just show up and perform. And I think that that does give men a lot of anxiety because we go to these hotel parties and you do see guys that do show up and they'll walk around the whole time with a heart on. Right. And just fucking, 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 fuck And just fuck, you know, everybody that, everybody that walks through the door. I don't know, like, what their secret is compared to, you know. I have no idea. I don't know. But, so, but I have talked with many men that do have that type of anxiety to, to some point that some men will just 
don't want to play. They right. just refuse to play. Like they they'll their wives will come and play and they'll, you know, have a good time and maybe the men will enjoy watching, but they won't even try to play because they don't want to disappoint. They don't want to be disappointed. They don't want to disappoint. Well, it's murderously bad. I mean, inside your ego and everything like that, especially since, you know, you and I have devoted so much of our lives to this lifestyle. And even before, you know, even before we got into the lifestyle officially, there were lots of women that I played with. But But you knew them all. I knew them all. You knew them all. I knew them all. And so I have to give you big kudos because you keep showing up. I show up. You don't, you haven't checked out. You haven't been like, um, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to any more events. In fact, we're going on a date tonight. We've got, we're going on a takeover coming up. And it's like, we keep going to things and you are, I mean, it's, it sounds like it's a little bit traumatic for you from time to time. Well, it can be. No, I'll keep showing up. I believe in the lifestyle. I enjoy myself and. It, it, my deal is that I, you know, I need to know the gal, and we need to play separately for it to be any way. For it to be a success, it kind of has to look that way. I'm not a group. I'm not a group situation person. I can't just show up and just lay it down. I'd love to be able to be that person. Lay some pipe. Lay pipe. Yeah. So, so that's where you are right now. It's like you have been into the situations where it's like the hotel parties right. and the and the, all the same room, the group sex, and the you know just showing up with people you may or may not know, and it's just not happening. No, you're just, it's just you're not going to be able to overcome it. It's not. I mean, it given all of the effort that you put into trying over these last few times to try to like years make that happen it's like i i can see that it's just not gonna be your style unless no. something changes in my head in your old age yeah <laughs> in your right. head yeah in my do head do you think it's in your head oh it's 100 percent in my head in the big head or in the little head? the big head that's where <laughs> that's where my anxiety comes from it's just from feeling that like i'm you know, just feeling like I'm unattractive and feeling like I'm not... Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. What are the what what, is, what are the things that you say to yourself that causes, you know, the, the mind fog? Mostly, I can't get it up. That's the big, the biggest voice in my head is the one that says that I can't get it up. And then, and then everything else comes storming in. The one, you know, the big one being that, you know, uh, I'm not attractive. Or the other one being that... Um, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm such, I'm always I'm usually a host, mm-hmm. and I always have one ear on the door waiting for the cops to bang on the goddamn door or whatever the fuck it is. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that go wrong that's going to require your attention. Everything something's going to go wrong that's requiring my attention. You know, and so once I have those three things or whatever the fuck it is going on, it's like there is just I can't be present. That's why I started doing the. The you know mindfulness meditation mm-hmm. uh, before I play is just so I can like understand when I have these emerging thoughts so I can like recognize them and dismiss them. Mm-hmm. The other one is just uh, I mean I take testosterone to augment my libido so that I'm able to focus on you know these very attractive women that I've had the insane fortune to be able to play with and you know I know that I recognize that a lot of that requires being able to just say just be present with the fact that you're attracted to them Mm -hmm. 
And uh, what else? Plus the Cialis and the Viagra. And now I, the last was trying anti-anxiety medication to tamp down the generalized anxiety that I might have over the situation. But then I read, well, that medication might like counteract the effect of the Viagra because it's like a decongestant and you're like, mm-hmm. or antihistamine. And you're like, oh, fuck. You know, it's just uh, it's <laughs> My a... My cocktail's not working. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... Whatever it is, I think whatever it is, the only thing that I haven't tried, it is what all the meatheads are going to come at me with, and I get it, you know, fuck, it's like, I, I know that you guys enjoy your lives and so on and so forth, but you can't tell me that all of you have perfect erections all the damn time, but a lot of them say, it's like, well, you need to do a lot of lower body exercises and lift heavy and so on and so forth, and that'll... You gotta do some squats. Gotta do some squats. I gotta, you know, lift heavy and do some squats, because that'll... You know, jazz up your testosterone level, it'll strengthen your pelvic muscles, and yada, 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 and it'll help you be able to. But, you know, hell, fuck. I mean, for all I know, that might be next. I mean, for crying out loud, I, I can get in a little bit better shape than I am, and I'm not willing to discount discount it as, a, as an option, but it's a struggle it's mm-hmm. a struggle and it's like I feel like I uh, it's a I, I put a lot of my a lot of pressure on myself to be able to be you know if I can swap food the swinger dude whatever I mean I don't know I mean mm-hmm. host I mean you host parties so mm-hmm. if you host a lot of parties well it sounds like it's an issue that has always been there but oh, it yeah. has been it has been shrouded by other activities and yes. now that the swinging just comes down to the ability to show up and swing, yeah, it, it's really rearing its, you know, its ugly head, and yeah. it's really come to the forefront yeah. as far as what you feel is a is an issue with you, and you know, from uh, the swinger being on the other side of the table, it hasn't been an issue for me, but I am like I very endeared to you for sharing that with me that you know. It is important to you, and you want to make a change, but it's like you don't know how to make that right. change. And I don't know if there are listeners that have um, more ideas, suggestions, or ideas, or if they were able to overcome it, or if it's just something you accept about yourself. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that you accept about yourself because I, you know, I'm a firm believer in know thyself and to thyself always be true, right? right? And but I'm a tuner. <laughs> You know, you're, you're a quality guy. And I'm a tuner. It's like I, <laughs> I, I am that, but I'm like, well, you've got to always uh, continuous improvement, right? Yeah, yeah, always yeah, continuous yeah. improvement. But yeah. at some point, you know, you have to stop beating yourself up over it and just accept the fact that it's like, hey, this is how I like to play, right? And this is how we're gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we're we're committed to this upcoming hotel party oh, coming yeah. on Friday <laughs> night, so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we can, you know, gracefully um, back out of that, and I don't have any problem with that. Well, I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with attending events, other than the fact that I know I'm not going to be able to Well, yeah, them. but it's a hotel party, and I think everybody's going to be expected to play. Yeah. Well, but, but... you know, we had that very successful run when we first started swinging. Um, well, for a long time, we couldn't get dates, but when we eventually <laughs> started getting dates, then we got stood we had, up. We had a lot, well, you know, in the beginning for sure, but then, uh, until we figured out how to, you know, run traps, but, <laughs> but we had a very successful stint, 
um, just doing couples dating and yeah. you know at home like cooking having people over for dinner and you know meeting people at their place or meeting people out and then going back to a hotel or something but um, the whole hotel party thing uh, came up later and we and we didn't go to those we you know we went to one or two of them we're like there were people there we didn't want to play with and so we felt like we shouldn't be taking up space if we're not going to go and play right. with everybody. But, you know, we can just go back to our style of play, which is meeting Jeez. couples and, and connecting with couples if there's a four-way connection. Well, I still like hosting events. It, my, my I guess <laughs> it, it just sounds so weird. It's like I just wanted everybody, everybody, every potential female out there that I could play with or whatever... Just like understand that it's not you, and they and they always have been so gracious. Well, yeah, because for women in the lifestyle, it's like we understand we're we're you know we're with men, um, you know, you know often yeah. that have that type of anxiety, and you know there's always a lot of apologies from the men, and it's like we we will feel badly that you feel so badly and it's so it's not an issue for us because it's not like we're never going to get laid again it's not right. like you are <laughs> the, the last commodity, right? the last of the, the last of the swingers not to not to be rude no totally. it's like no we get it you yeah. know it's easy for a woman to hook up you know we don't have to get an erection right we can lube up and go, yeah. you know? It's like we understand for the men, it is a physical, you know, feat of strength that you have to accomplish. Mental mostly, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we totally we totally get it. And it's like, and and, and if, if a woman, I think if a woman ever gives you a hard time for not having an erection when it's time to hook up, then I would venture to say they're not a very experienced swinger. Right. Because you're going to encounter that. And... You know, it's just not a, it's just not a big deal, you know, because yeah. like we, I think that speaking for myself, I have a lot of empathy for men when I run into that situation and, you know, I, but, you know, I'm not a total fuck bunny, like all, I'm not just there for the fuck, you right, know, it's right. like if there was, you know, I, I'm just as happy to sit and talk or kiss or stroke or you know, or, hang out, or yeah. yeah, or hang out or whatever. And I think that a lot of women in the lifestyle are, are I think, more caring <laughs> and, and like that. And then I think if you run into somebody that's like, you know, and, and you know, we do have friends that are like, I'm not going to hook up with that guy again right. because I was with him twice and he wasn't able to get it up. And it's like, yeah. Oh, and so there are those women. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think in the lifestyle, there's somebody you know. Everybody has their their, their um, style. Shtick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I so what I'm wondering is, and so I appreciate you coming, you know, coming forth with this issue that's that's you know becoming. Um, I don't know, and not a problem. I mean, like you said, it's always been there. It's always been there. It's just. It's coming to the forefront more. Well, I wanted to talk about it, and I wanted because I came to the realization that there were, you know, activities that I've excluded us from because well, of this. Yeah, and the hotel parties are especially difficult because right. even when you and I have a house party, if people are playing in the bedroom, yeah, 
then, you know, you can be in the living room socializing or, you know, in another room and, you know, in the bathroom making out or in the kitchen making, you know, shots or whatever. You have other places to be and things you can be doing. Right. Whereas a hotel party, it's like everybody's just there and yeah. people are fucking on the bed and it's like... You Standing have, up you know, and fucking, leaning on the furniture <laughs> and fucking. And it's like everybody's fucking and I feel like everybody's fucking except for me. <laughs> and then whatever girl I was talking to is just kind of looking at me like... <laughs> That's going to be hard. Yeah. So, no, I, I totally get that. So, you know, we need a... That happened to me with that couple from Cornavaca, the, the, the doctor and the professor. And the professor girl, she was just kind of like staring at me like... Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I bet you 15 minutes ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I've been um, with guys at those same hotel parties and they weren't able to perform. And it's like, well, it's... It's okay. It happens. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm not a I'm not any kind of guru where I yeah. know what the you're, answer you're not, is. You're not a dick whisperer. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, we're but we're in this together. So let's you know we'll hang out or whatever until it's time to move along. <laughs> so I don't know. I you know I feel I feel for you, but I think you're I think you're good. We thank you. We need to you know just. Steer towards what our better mode of, you know, swinging is, yeah, yeah. I think. I agree. Um, I agree. I just, wanted, I, guess, I just wanted to be able to reach out to all the other guys who might be suffering from something similar. Mm-hmm. It's not erectile dysfunction. It's like sexual performance anxiety. Just like let them know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure there's, I, well, I know for a fact there's uh, many men out yeah. there that, that are right there along with you. And, um we would love any input that you know others have and we would uh, be glad to share that i mean you've kind of run through uh the 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 um things that you list of remedies to yeah. yeah to um to improve make it better and if there's anything else out there that people can recommend or refer you to that would be great um but otherwise i mean we have we have success in certain Swinging, um, what avenues or swinging, you know, MOs, but yeah, um, MOs, yeah, yeah, there's certain swinging MOs that we're successful at, and maybe we just stick to those for a while. Maybe, yeah. Um, I don't know, what do you think? No, I, I agree, I agree. I mean, you play to your strengths, right? Don't play to your weaknesses, that's right. And, as, your and, and as I get older, mm-hmm. I mean, these things that the, the body starts falling apart. <laughs> You're going to turn 50 this year. It's Falling apart, like I think. God damn it. <laughs> I think you just... Well, you're having definitely having some anxiety about turning 50. I've seen some shit, baby. <laughs> I've seen some shit and some stuff. You're hilarious. It's been for real. I know. Well, thank you for pouring your heart out here today. I know it's been... It's not easy to... In fact, we met this couple in Vancouver um, the first weekend we got here and they were, they were listeners, and they invited us out to dinner, and they sat right down, and the, one of the first things the guy said to us is, we have problems, but I don't think I could ever get on a microphone and share them with the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's what we do. <laughs> Actually, both couples that we met <laughs> for dinner here in Vancouver said, we have problems, and I don't think I could ever share them on the microphone. I'm like, well. Well, yeah. 
here we are because <laughs> it's like swinging is a great hobby. Yeah. We enjoy it and we have so many, so much, you know, so many good experiences and so much good time doing it. But you know, at the end of the day, it's not all fun and games. You know, it's like at the end of the day, there are there were uh, pitfalls and there were problems and there are those types of things. So you can't just all talk about the good side. I mean, you can just all talk about the good side, but that's not really what we do. No, it never has been. <laughs> so what, what's next? So are you ready to wrap that up? Do you have any last thoughts? Regarding that topic? Yeah, regarding um, the topic for today, you're like, I I'm covered. No, I think I covered... No, because I don't want to like walk away from this because we won't cover it again for a bit. But it's like, I don't want to walk away with, with like leaving any stone unturned. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, no, it's like the last step was when I started taking that antihistamine. It's an antihistamine That's slash a, anti. Uh, it's anti-anxiety. A anti-anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. It helped some. It helped a little bit. It helped a little bit. Now, like I said, I was able to perform later on that night, and I think I'd had one drink. When mm-hmm. I played with with her, mm-hmm. well, maybe so, the listeners will come in with some, some um, innovative ideas. You never know. Never know. Maybe you just need a copper bracelet or something. <laughs> <laughs> a, co- a copper dick ring. <laughs> I do. No, it's a cock ring is another one. I haven't tried that, and I, I don't want to. Why don't you want to? Because they look painful. I don't think they're painful, but yeah. I don't know. I've never worn one. <laughs> say, your vast experience wearing cock rings. <laughs> are you trying I don't from? know. Well, like I said, maybe listeners will come in with some good. I don't want to put anything that I don't want to wear anything you have to put on one ball at a time. That what? sounds like ah. Uh, that means you got to take it out one ball at well, a time. Remember when I used to put your balls in my mouth and you would get like so beclumped, like you would get like so terrified, terrified. So maybe the black ring on the cock, that's the new black ring. <laughs> I think I just shrank two inches. Oh, it's, so, it's so scary. It's so scary. I'd do it for you, and I would be, like, so careful, and I'd just, like, so tenderly and caring. But what do you say? I'm you try so hard not to bite it. <laughs> You're looking at I wouldn't. No, I don't want to make you a scared. <laughs> Anyway, I guess we'll close up today with just talking about what our upcoming plans are. We're going on a date. We're going on a date. That's tonight. That's like tonight. In one hour. One hour. We're, we're, we're due at a restaurant in one hour. So you won't be able to get the podcast up until tomorrow. Right. But tomorrow will be... We started this podcast on uh, March 22nd. It's now April... 4th. 4th? No. 3rd. 3rd. April 3rd. But it should go up April 4th. Anyway, um, and then, what do we have? We're going to Chicago on Friday. Yep. That's one of the reasons in the big gap in the podcast. We've been traveling around quite a A lot, yeah. But um, we'll be in Chicago on Friday for a cool hotel party. So I guess that's still up for discussion. (laughs) That's still up for discussion. But the cool couple that um, threw the first hotel party in Mexico City that we uh, were able to attend around in Chicago and they're throwing a hotel party while we're going to be there so we get to go to that that's cool meantime we're in Vancouver uh, British Columbia and if you want to uh, oh well you want to talk a little bit about the Whistler takeover well I want to say that we're in Vancouver British Columbia oh, yeah. and from what I understand we can we can like legally uh, partake in in uh, cannabis what? yeah what? pot here so well everybody else is we've been here a month and we haven't 
had any pot. We haven't had any pot. Like directly, it's all secondary. Secondary. <laughs> we've had we've we've had the pleasure of inhaling stuff out of other people's lungs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's hard to escape. You can't escape it. We uh, you, you can open up the uh, you go up to our terrace in our apartment and it just blows in in the morning. It's like. Who's we're getting, nine floors up. Nine floors up. So you're getting stoned at seven on the way to work. Like, <laughs> fucking. Well, you can bake, dude. You need some better life choices. We well, can bake. I'm just saying. Um, well, we should take some up to that Whistler takeover. Oh, well, we, we, we don't even like it. Well, I mean. Well, we just never do it. We never do it. <laughs> it's not that we have never done it, that's for sure. I went through my whole stoner period back in my 20s. <laughs> But, yeah, just, but now I've gotten older. I'm like, well, I got shit to do. I can't just right, I gotta get out in the morning, in the morning, and uh, I got I gotta make sure coffee's made. Like, God damn it, this day will be fucking impossible. If I could have to face the day with no coffee or whatever. Well, that's how they feel about their pot. And then there's all that goddamn side work. We just like pot of coffee. Pot of coffee. Pot of coffee. Pot o. All pot over. Coffee. So we're going to Whistler. There's a takeover Whistler. Um, May 2nd to the 5th. 2nd to the 5th. We'll yeah. be there. So if you guys are there, it's supposed to be like a naughty New Orleans type of sitch. Style. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's three day. It's over a three day weekend and there's lots of activities you can choose from. I think it's like 150 couples um, and I don't know, Whistler uh, Ski Resort. And it's a Whistler Whistler. town of Whistler. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a grand, it's like a thousand bucks for the weekend, and that includes your hotel and no food though. No food, but it's hotel and the events. Yeah, hotel and the events. So we're looking forward to that because it's going to be really like our first little mini vacation of the year. Um, yeah. We haven't really had any vacations, and that's only a weekend. So we're kind of saving up. We're saving up for Mister Foo's fiftieth birthday party. Where we're going to Temptations. Going to Temptations. September, in September, over the um, Labor Day weekend. Arriving on the 29th and leaving on the yeah. 8th. We, we're doing like 10 days. Yep. We're going to be like, it's like, <laughs> we're going to leave and go like, that was too many days. Too many days. I want to say that. I want to be able to say that was too many days. So we're going for 10 days. So if you can get out to Temptations um, over Labor Day weekend in September, come out and celebrate Mr. Fu's 50th birthday with us. We would love to meet you there. Um, We're looking forward to seeing old friends and meeting some new friends. Perfect. At Temptations in September. Uh, And then after that, well, so uh, we will be in, we'll be here. We'll be in Chicago. And we'll be briefly in Detroit. Then we'll be back in Vancouver. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, back in Vancouver. And then we're going to Whistler. Yeah. Then we'll be back in Vancouver. Then we're going to San Diego. Then we're going to Mexico City. Yeah, and then we'll be back in Mexico City over the summer. Right. And then over to Temptations. Yeah. And then Playa del Carmen for a couple months. Like three. So, yeah, catch up with us somewhere. We're catching up with as many listeners as we can. We've had, like, several dinners here in Vancouver. um, And... uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Thank you to everyone that's reached out, reached thank you, out thank to you, thank us. You. Uh, we've enjoyed meeting so many great people. Some listeners, some not listeners. So, yeah, it's a mixed bag, but really super nice people here in Canada. We've enjoyed it immensely. We're learning to tell our loonies from our toonies. <laughs> yeah. It's been good times. Yeah. Good times, great views, beautiful weather. 
um, the cherry trees were in blossom, and um, we couldn't love Vancouver more. Oh, we love it here. It's great. Honestly. So uh, if you get a chance to visit, come to Vancouver sometime. It's a great city so far. So uh, feel free to reach out. That's all we have for this month. This month. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Your marriage may vary. Thank you for listening. Much love from me and Mr. Food. Bye. Bye.